Good morning. This is Sister Lisa coming to you from the Ill, the Edmund Elder Library, and we are on page 117 out of The Power of a Praying Husband by Stormy O'Martian. And what this podcast is, is kind of like a little bit like a book review, but what it does most of the time, if any of my listeners have realized, um, it puts me on tangents, I guess. It makes me think of things that I, in turn, like to share experiences in my own life and in the life of my husband and I. My husband passed away on September the 2nd of 2021. And, um, <laughs> you know, um, you don't realize. <laughs> they say absence makes the heart go fonder. Well, I loved him to pieces when he was alive, but since he's been gone, it's just, it is. It is a hole in my heart. It is a, a, a deep void. And yet, Jesus, Jesus tells me each day how much he loves me and how much he's taking care of me. And in fact, I didn't bring it in here because I'm going to put it in my talk on Sunday. I do a devotional on Sundays. But, you know, when we try to make things about ourselves, it's not. It's not about us. But when we put our focus on Jesus and point others to the cross, we see that we've made it this far. We've come this far by faith. Leaning on the Lord, trusting in His Holy world, Word, trusting in His Holy Word. He's never failed me yet. And just right then when I was trying to say that, those words of the song off the top of my head, and I said, world instead of word, I've noticed that lately, but I'm not going to worry about the fact that I'm not always saying the words right. Because <laughs> if otherwise, all my devotionals have bloopers on them. I've been saying this year that our theme was see the light talked about how Saul Saul a bright light was struck down and his name was changed from Saul to Paul um, and how he was used greatly and I <laughs> one Sunday I said that he and he, he went to a man called Cornelius well that was Peter remember in 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 um, the story about Peter seeing that sheet come down and a rice kill and eat when the Lord was calling Peter to be a um, that he was going to include the the Gentiles. It wasn't just to the Jews. And Paul, he was a missionary to the Gentiles for the most part. Just some Jews, of course, too. But I say things wrong a lot. <laughs> Last Sunday, I said Acts 1 and 9. I don't even know. I looked it up later and see. I'm like, I know it was Acts 1 and 8. And ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost come upon you. I knew that verse. But so why did I say Acts 1 and 9? It happens. We're human. I think sometimes it happens so we don't think too high of ourselves. <laughs> but then on the other hand, it's like, Lord, how am I helping other people? I keep saying things wrong. But I guess the thing that we're supposed to do the most is show people that Jesus loves them. And that God is in control. And that he's taking care of us. And if he's taking care of me, he can take care of you. And that's, I guess that's the main thing. Just that we all need Jesus and we all make mistakes. We can't always say the right words. We can't always do the right things. And yet God loves us. His mercy is that great. His mercy, his love covers a multitude of sins. His blood covers a multitude of sins. And forgiveness is a wonderful thing. And I'm so glad that we have his forgiveness. I'm so glad we have his love. Page 117, we're talking about her priorities. 
She says, Please pray for your wife that, number one, she will remember to put God first. Number two, she will take time for you. Three, she will balance her time with the children. Four, she will take needed time for herself. Five, she will be able to create a warm and inviting home. Six, she will always use her time wisely. Seven, she will understand what her priorities are. He says, by Michael and Martian, I know how deep... Okay, I can't say this word. I know how deep, deep hill eighteen. I know how debilitating life can be when it is out of order or does not have any priorities. Our task as men may seem complicated, but I believe they are relatively simple compared to what our wives take on. I spend a lot of my prayer time for Stormy, asking God to bring an order to her life so that she may experience joy and peace in the midst of all she has to do. The absence of joy and peace in either one of us directly affects our marriage. Each of us needs to encourage his wife. Thank you for doing a great job. Thank you for taking good care of the kids. Thank you for being my wife. Our words that cannot be spoken enough. In addition, we must each pray for our wife to seek God and hear from him what he has given her to do. If we don't pray, we can short-circuit the path and the priorities the Lord has for her. Praying and supporting God's purposes in my wife helps clear a pathway for her to be effective. I always used to believe that stress was chiefly the domain of us guys. Yeah, right. I was sitting in the golf cart waiting at the 11th tee, telling my golf partner how happy and relieved I was to be able to take a few hours off to play a round of golf. Stormy was in the middle of a book deadline, all the while homeschooling our daughter taking care of the house, juggling speaking engagements, and taking time for her always complaining husband. Our wives probably have more to deal with than we do. Men tend to handle fewer decisions, the larger, more obvious ones, but a wife has to make decisions about many details, both small and large. I have asked God to help Stormy set clear priorities so she isn't drained of life and energy, and God has answered that prayer countless times. You know, that's right. You know, that's right. Uh, men do have a lot of stress, and women do too. This life is full of a lot of stress. But did you know that desserts is stress spelled backwards? <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes it's nice to just sit down and relax the little things and enjoy the little things of life, like a dessert. You can't eat them all the time because then you're putting your health in jeopardy and tipping the scales. <laughs> But every once in a while, have that cup of hot cocoa. Every once in a while, have that piece of cheesecake. You know, put balance in your life. Enjoy. Enjoy. This is the day the Lord has made. Yes, it's raining outside, but you know what? I looked out the window and I saw a deer. I saw a deer, and earlier I saw a squirrel. You know, those are things of nature. God's taking care of nature. He's taking care of us. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. He's watching over us. He loves us. And we love him. And we show him our love by just giving him praise and thanking him. In the good times, praise his name. And in the bad times, do the same. We're going to get through this one day at a time. You know, when I fear about the future, that's when I think I've got years and years ahead of me. But I don't know that. I don't know that. 
The rapture could happen any time. Our hearts are one beat away from death. You know, we don't, none of us know. So that's why we need to enjoy the moment. Enjoy this day. It's a gift from God. That's why we call it the present. Let's enjoy today. Let's give God thanks in all we do. When you walk past the mirror, smile at yourself. Smile and say, I am chosen of God. When you see your husband, give him a smile. When you see your children, give them a smile. Smiles do wonderful things. And sometimes we do complain. But you know, we're complaining to the wrong person. We need to take our cares to the Lord. And what we complain is because we think we're in control. And we're not. We need to give, let go and let God. Let go and let God. Because God is good. And he's working all things together for the good. For the good. So God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Love you. Bye-bye.